This is Hope Lab, an experiment in following Jesus into where we live, work, and play. Welcome to the Hope Lab podcast. My name is Drew and it is Friday. So we're taking some time to look at the places and the people where we are all the time. And this particular week, we're looking at the place where we work. Our experiment this month is for us to spend some intentional time praying in the spaces where we naturally have relationships. And there's a place that you go all the time where you naturally have relationships that God wants to use as a catalyst for mission in His world. It's the place where you work. The people that you work with, whether they are co-workers, whether they're clients, whether you are the boss or you have a boss, everyone that you interact with there, you have been strategically placed there to be a witness and to be the evidence of the kingdom of God in that place. So naturally, we want to spend time praying for the people that we have relationship with through our work. We want to pray for the place of our work, that that place would become a hub, a, a beacon, a just a, a station of the kingdom of God in our world. Mike Frost, in his book, Surprise the World, spends time talking about how evangelism is really a two-sided act in the scriptures. There are people who are gifted as evangelists who boldly proclaim the gospel. But then there's the everyday call to evangelism that everyone who believes in Jesus has. And he argues that part of the way that that happens is that we live lives that are questionable or provocative to the people around us. That we live in such a way where the things that we do and say naturally cause people to ask questions. Specifically, he talks about uh, he says, if all believers are leading the kinds of lives that evoke questions from their friends, then opportunities for sharing the faith abound. Chances for those gifted evangelists to boldly proclaim increase. So our task in brief is to surprise the world through living that is a sharp contrast from what we see in our culture. You know, as you go through uh, the teachings of Paul and Peter and John as they instruct the church on how to live faithfully in the world, a lot of the things that they come back to are things that would stand in contrast to what the world sees around them. You take in Titus 2, where Paul's teaching the church. And he says, teach the old men to be temperate, worthy of respect, self-controlled, sound in faith, in love and endurance. Teach the older women to be reverent in the way that they live, not to be slanderers or addicted to much wine, but to teach what is good. He talks about the young women, the young men, uh, even the slaves to be subject to their masters. And look in 2.10, he says, teach them not to steal from them, but to show that they can be fully trusted so that in every way they will make the teaching about God our Savior attractive. You see, the way that Paul was challenging the people to live is one that their lives would be provocative, would cause questioning to happen. You have to think about that when even you think about in 1 Peter 3, is Peter is challenging the church 
He says in verse 8, we are to live in harmony with one another, being sympathetic, loving as brothers, being compassionate and humble, not repaying evil with evil or insult with insult, but with blessing. Uh, and he goes down in verse 13. He says, who's going to harm you if you're eager to do good? But even if you should suffer for what is right, you are blessed. Don't fear what they fear. Do not be frightened. But in your heart, set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. But do this with gentleness and respect, keeping a clear conscience so that those who speak maliciously against your good behavior in Christ may be ashamed of their slander. You see, we hear that verse and sometimes we think it's about always being ready to give an answer. But Peter seems to be highlighting that the way that the people live should actually cause people to question their living. And in doing so, provides an opportunity for them to be a witness. So today, as we pray for our workplace, we want to pray for the people where we, where we work. We want to pray for our bosses. We want to pray for the business itself, that God would bless it. But I also want to challenge you. Are you living in such a way in your workplace where there is a contrast between your life and the life of others that points to the kingdom of God? Not a contrast for the sake of judgment, but a contrast that truly rejoices that the kingdom of God is near. Pray for your workspace. Pray for the people there. And my prayer for you is that God would open opportunities to you and that you would embrace the challenge to live a questionable life in front of the people that you work with every day. Thanks for joining us today on the Hope Lab podcast. If you're looking for more resources to join us on this journey, check out hopecommunitychurch.net. The Hope Lab tab at the top will have resources there. Or go to your app store and type in Hope Church Frankfurt or Hope Church Lawrenceburg. Our free app from Subsplash will pop up there. There's a resource there under the Ministries tab that has everything that you're hearing here, plus so much more, including recordings from our Hope Lab gatherings. We'd love to resource you there. And we're also putting together a Facebook community. Uh, look for me on Facebook. My name's Andrew Causey. There's a group called Hope Lab, and we would love for you to be a part of that as a way to connect with other people who are making these same steps to make room to follow Jesus into where they live, work, and play. Thanks for being with us. This is Hope Lab. Thank you.